Happy summer, everybody. This is the Wild Ass Podcast, and I am your host, Wild Ass Craig. This is episode 32, and for this episode, we're doing our third installment of the Monster Cast, where we will run down the last few months and talk about the four months ahead. The first Monday of each quarter, we're hoping to use the Wild Ass Podcast to help all of you keep up to date not only on what the Mile Monsters have been up to, but what they have coming in the next few months. In the previous Monster Cast, we got a recap of what the Mile Monsters were up to in the first quarter and what the plan was for the second quarter of 23. In this episode, we'll see how the Q2 plan worked out and what are the plans as we roll through summer and into fall. I've got Riot on again, and we're just going to get this underway. Riot, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be back. I cannot believe how fast a quarter goes by and that we're flying along, and here we are talking about summer already. So it's pretty exciting times. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I was just thinking the same thing. It seems like we just saw you, I think it was in Daytona, and here we are talking about what's going to happen going into fall. I can't believe it, and it's amazing, and I can't believe this is episode 32, so congratulations on that, on a little side note, because I know how important the number 32 is to you, and I'm a big I'm a big numbers guy. My number is 13, but I do love the idea that people have a number and they have a great value to them, so I know how important 32 is. I'm happy to be on for it, and, and why is 32 your number? You know, I'm not really sure. I've I've always just said it's been a sign from God forever. Ever since the kids were racing, my son got the number 132 as a, I, I think he was all the way into the super mini class at the time and on riding 85s and he got the number 132. And I said, you know what, well, I'll just take number 32 because, you know, when he gets to A class, then I'm just going to give him my number and he can have the 32. He was number 132 and my daughter was 325. So there was a 32 always there. And uh, when we made her number plates for her race bike, it was actually 32.5. You know, you had to really look oh, at the awesome. point there to find it. But, you know, her birthday was March 25th. So that kind of, I mean, everything just kind of fit and fell into place. And then when I got into ice racing, my number was 32. It's just been number 32 for as long as I can remember. So it's, it's pretty cool. I don't it's know why. Been- it's amazing how that works and how numbers align and, and how it just always presents itself to you. And I always wondered myself if 13 is always there or if I love 13, so I always notice it. I've had a lot of 13s in my life, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy. I think the 32 is in my BMW VIN number. I know it's in the Jeep VIN number. It seems to me it's in the van VIN number also. <laughs> it's just it's weird. <laughs> like I've had it everywhere. So... Yeah, it's just my number. Of course, the number for the Hoka Hay was three ones and a two. So I do. I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, that it that you couldn't have. Obviously, you can't have thirty two as the Hoka Hay works, but you still ended up with thirty two just in a four digit format. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, longhand. What were you saying about your phone number? Yep. Uh, my phone number. I randomly got it from Verizon when I moved out east, and it ended in one three. So I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah, fitting. Very fitting. So I know we're crazy busy, both of us. The time of year is insane. Everything's nuts. We are over halfway through the Monster 100. You just moved your daughter out west. So there's that prideful, sad, bummer, super excited moment as a dad. And you're currently stopped at a rest stop, if I'm not mistaken, in Iowa headed home. Is that right? 
That is correct. I am making my fourth trip home from Denver this year, <laughs> twice in a truck. <laughs> it is crazy how life works, but super busy. I've spent a lot of time on the highway this year. That is for sure. I think I have 30,000 miles on my motorcycle since February and another probably 15 or 20,000 in my truck. So it's been a insane, crazy, busy traveling year. And and you'd have it no other way, right? Exactly. There's, there's no other way to do it. I, I like to live life in the fast lane. And even now and then I like to move over to the accelerated fast lane. So I like to push the limit, that's for sure. So being able to push the limits, how do you like pulling a trailer through major cities in a pickup? I do not like it at all. <laughs> I think it really sucks. I, I'm so used to a bike that I will lane split. I will, you know, go through traffic in a fast fashion and I'm in a truck and my truck and trailer doesn't fit and I can't even change lanes. So you have to get in a totally different mindset. And I guess it's the mindset of normal people, how they think, but my brain just doesn't work like that. I'm always, like I say, in the fast lane. So it's very hard for me to get adjusted to that middle lane and especially to get adjusted to the right lane. Very hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So we're here to talk about the Mile Monsters, everything that's been going on. In the second quarter was the beginning of the Monster 100. And like I said, we're over halfway through. How, how are you with that so far? I know you're happy with it, so share that. I am, you know, beyond happy. When we came up with this ride that your gal Renee came up with, Renee's ride, the Monster 100, 100 days of having riders that's evolved. Everybody by now knows the story. We have two riders every day for 100 days riding a thousand miles of peak. Well, that's easy to come up with a plan and easy to put it on paper, but the execution of it is much, much more difficult and much, much more work than I ever thought it would be. This is not something that I went to school for. This is not something that I've really even been designed to do it just came upon and i just roll with it i'm not afraid to try anything and and the monsters will always do epic so this is epic it's just a lot of work and i i just can't thank the people who've stepped up to help enough you know we have jessica out in wyoming and mandy up in your hood and they're kind of taking over the day-to-day of the riders who are actually riding and getting their info out to the world and it's just allowed me to continue promoting the monsters and promoting the next thing, getting the next thing ready. And they're kind of running the day to day. And it's just an incredible team of people to make this happen. And it's just excellent, excellent stuff that's going on. It's a hundred days, a couple riders a day. It's been broken into two teams. Team respect is the team on the calendar. Correct. Correct. Team Respect, originally we were going to have 100 riders. So the first 100 riders to sign up that filled up the Monster 100, its original plan, 100 riders, 100 days. We had such an outpour of support. We expanded that to two riders a day for 100 days. So Team Respect is the first 100 that signed up. Team Honor is the second 100 to sign up. So we have 200 riders trying to raise a dollar a mile. So at the end of the event, in a perfect world, we would have raised $200,000. I don't know what the final numbers will be. Right now, we're at $109,000, and we were at day 56, I believe. Let's see, what day are we at? We are at day 55, we were at, and we're at $109,000. So things are really going excellent, and 
we knew we needed to make a hundred thousand dollars to raise a hundred thousand dollars to provide a van for Drew and to support the things we needed to do at the end of the road party. So we knew kind of a dollar amount, but this additional riders have really meant the world to the kids because now we are able to do so much more. We were going to try to get a van, whatever class van we could afford, that kind of thing. Now we're getting the van they really want. We have money that we are putting into the kids for their travel expenses to come to the party, five families to join us in Sturgis, which is beyond cool because that's really the highlight of their summer to bring these kids and have them up on stage. So we rented a room. We're going to have basically, you know, big time event. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, this has allowed us to fund the next thing. Gavin has arrived in July coming up here in a couple of weeks where we've been able to get all the promotional stuff for that. So it's really expanded what we could do and it's made it really an enjoyable summer. A couple of questions came to mind while you were talking. So I had to write them down. Who's the fifth family? Because all of us yeah. know, okay. Cause all of us know turbo Gavin, Alfie, and of course, drew who this whole thing is for. Tell yep. us who Jack is. Jack is a new boy that we have brought on. He is from Northern Ireland. He lives an hour from Elfie. They are friends, just a great kid. And he is so funny. He's got a great sense of humor. I met him when he was in the States getting some treatments last year. And when I did a ride, the I Spy ride last year, he gave me some cool sites to go see. I just kind of got to know the family. And we were able to expand a little bit, and we took him on as one of the boys, and he is just super excited. And you're going to see a lot of uh, little Jack. I call him Jackhammer. And he is killing his treatments, and he's doing an awesome job. And his stem cell treatments that he comes to the States for have increased his heart capacity. So it just shows you how well that stuff works and how much it's actually needed. The other questions I had. So now we have two teams, right? Yes. Which team? So... My definition of the chain is from May 4th when you started riding. Which team with their original rider went the longest without breaking the chain of thousand mile days, thousand dollars earned? Do you know? That is a good question. I do not I do not have the answer to that. Team Respect was ahead in miles and they were ahead by a few miles, but Team Honor closed that gap and now it's it's pretty tight on total miles. I do know that much. I'm just, you know, of course, the competitor in me is like, yeah, we're going to be on the winning team. There's no doubt about it. So I'm just wondering who made the most consecutive days, because I know some people have had issues and had to bail and rely on an EMT or maybe didn't cover their miles at all. But I was just curious if if there was any record of that and who's got it and how we can all get it. Yeah, I think we will have a record of that because we have a record of who rode every day. That is for sure. And the Give Butter platform, we can easily look at the money raised, that type of thing. But we always knew there would be people that wouldn't be able to ride their day. When the original plan to have 100 people, I actually was going to have my motorcycle fully loaded all the time because I thought if anybody can't go, we have to have somebody ride that day. So I would just take off and ride a 1,000 miles that day. And I was stressed about how many days I would end up riding. And this is just blowing up to out of control, epic proportion, where now we have two riders and we have at least 15 people that are signed up to ride at any given day. So if you and I are both signed up for tomorrow, 
and you and I both call in sick, our motorcycles break down, a family emergency, work, whatever that case is, there's a line of people that would take them five seconds to find somebody else to fill our gap. So that's pretty amazing in itself how cool that actually is. Definitely. There's that many people willing to do it. That would be good incentive to get the second half fired up. Hey, man, you guys are falling behind. Team respect. We need to get after it. Yes, I agree. I think, we, and that was the original plan of having the teams is having some friendly competition involved, and it has just become like one giant team with two big names, sure. and it's it's really really epic to see it, and a lot of fun to watch as everybody you know rides their ride. And the motto is "Take your turn." You know, it's my turn. So when everybody takes their turn, they're really doing cool things. Some people just get out and ride and go put a thousand miles. Other people sightsee and take pictures. People have, you know, a theme behind it. Go see things related to Drew. Go see things related to treatments, churches, whatever the case is. They're right around their state. But I, I really dig the theme that people are coming up with. It's kind of fun. Let's get to the calendar. So the first thing is just a recap of the three months leading up to today. So Talk us through April, how everything went. That'll be a short one. April was very fast. We were just getting kicked off. Really, the only thing that happened was a taco run. That is an event for the Hokahei that was in, uh, that's always in Oklahoma, Medicine Park. And it was a great ride out there. I really enjoyed that and got to hang out with a lot of Hokahei riders, whom in turn are going to be riding for the Monsters in next year's Hokahei. So it's really fun to get out there and see those people and meet and hang out. So it was a lot of fun got to hang out up there that was the third weekend in or the fourth weekend actually in april in medicine park oklahoma and that happens every year so stay tuned next year look at our calendar or check with the hokey you'll see when that is it's open to anyone and everyone interested in all things hokey so it's it's really a good time the bummer about the taco run was the weather for us like we couldn't yeah. come down if i remember correctly yep. the weather here in minnesota was brutal i think we got a ton of snow we were booked to come, like we were leaving, bike was ready, everything, and I think we got like 10 inches of snow the day before or something, and then we talked about driving yeah, Mar- the car, and then it was like, it just, <laughs> it's like, that wouldn't be the same, and we just ended up not making it. That sucked. That Mother one, nature, I, just no good. Yeah, it was terrible. Next yeah. year, I'll when, plan when it again. <laughs> when Mother Nature reaches up and just bitch slaps you in the face the fourth Saturday of April, like, you know that she has it in for you because that's just that's just wrong. That April 22nd, you have to worry about 10 inches of snow. Yeah, right. And I want to say the that's, week, that's not right. that whole week leading up to it, we got snow, snow, snow. So it was constantly clean up snow, get it ready. Okay, it'll be gone by the weekend. Get it again. I was so over winter at that point. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I yeah. was so happy I don't live in your state when, when I saw that. For sure. But I'm in May, you. your big event started. May 4th. Yep, May 4th I took off. I started it, and I rode to the center of the country, which is Lebanon, Kansas. Turned out to be 1,393 miles from my house to the post in Lebanon, Kansas, which is the geographical center of the United States. It's actually kind of a cool place. I like it there, and it was really fun because some good friends of mine, including yourself, met me at the post, so that was Really cool to see people when you finish a ride. It was kind of like a finish line for me. And it was a lot of fun to to meet up, ride in with some people, and meet at the post, and hang out. We actually spent the night there on picnic tables. Yep, we did. That was pretty cool. 
and woke up to the fog and bird watchers. <laughs> <laughs> bird watchers and biker watchers. Because remember that, that couple had binoculars and they had one eye in the binoculars and one eye looking cross-eyed at two uh, dirty bikers sleeping on picnic tables at a at a rest area. So or at a picnic area. It's not even yeah. a rest area. So to kind of paint the scene, if you haven't been to the geographic center of the forty eight states, it's I, I want to say a gazebo, but it's square. So it's a roof area with a couple picnic tables in it. The flag and the monument is off to one side. There's this little church-looking shed right next to that. And it's literally in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around. And, uh, yeah, we wake up, and I'm like, I think somebody's here. <laughs> it's two old people with their <laughs> binoculars bird watching, and we've completely you know, pushed the picnic tables off to the side. We're sleeping there. we got our bikes up in this thing. Staying out of the weather, it goes so funny. I love to watch birds when I'm sitting on my porch and they're at my bird feeder and I'm drinking a Jack Daniels and, you know, a bird comes to the feeder. I like to look at them, but it blows my mind that people will drive across the country to walk down a farm road with binoculars and look at the birds. Like, I don't understand that at all. And I really thought if I ever turn into that, I hope I fall off a bridge. <laughs> that would definitely not be life in the fast lane. <laughs> No, that's like not even in the slow lane. Those people are still trying to merge onto the highway. They're stuck on the shoulder somewhere doing 25. <laughs> They're trying to merge onto the walking path. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not riot style. That's for sure. I don't I don't quite understand that, but each their own, I guess. Yeah, that was cool. So Larry, not Paco, was watching me come down, and he's like, "Hey, let's meet up," and got to go see his shop. That was pretty cool. You got to tour it the next day. Yep, that was awesome. And Brandon Brandon Meyer met me on the highway and, and rode with me for a few hundred miles. And as soon as he rode with me, I, we promptly got pulled over, which reminds me I have a ticket to pay. So I had to use my I had to use every skill I could drum up to get out of a speeding ticket that time because he was set on giving us a ticket. He was not happy that he got me at eighty six, I believe eighty six and and Brandon got a 82 or something like that. But anyhow, he was not happy and he was set on giving us a ticket. But I did talk my way into a ticket for staying in the fast lane and not moving over. So that was much cheaper, not a moving violation. So I had to give him some mad props for for coming down off his, off his horse and giving me a ticket I could live with. And you'd have got out of the fast lane if there was a faster lane. Right. I would have been in the fast, you know, I would have moved out of the fast lane, but that was the efficient way to travel and it says stay in the fast lane if you're passing well i plan to pass every car i come upon so it's just more convenient to already be there right <laughs> <laughs> i don't get passed very often on my motorcycle i will say that talk us through the rest of may i see we had ken's birthday mother's day of course but any big events memories from the month we did not have a lot of rides going on. My big memory for the month is I'm an ordained minister, so or an ordained pastor. So I went up to, to uh, Denver and performed a wedding for my godson. So that was the highlight of my month. That was Memorial Weekend, and I had a great time out there. But that was not anything motorcycle-related. I was on a motorcycle, so I guess that was still uh, technically motorcycle-related. So it was, a, it was a great weekend for me. But as far as the monsters go, we did not have any big events. All of May, we were focused on, you know, the Monster 100. That's where our energy was for the month of May, that's for sure. How about June? 
June was a busy month. It is a busy month. It keeps going. We had a barricade that you were at, and we went up to see the wild ass crew up there, which is always a pleasure to run in and see how things are done and actually watch you guys in your own natural setting. So that was a lot of fun. I brought my <laughs> wife up there for the for the first time, and it was good. It was a good time. She liked it. We had a great ride up, great ride home. I was in a hurry, but it worked out great. Yeah, it was cool to see her on the back of the bike when you rolled in. I was like, holy cow. I didn't know she was coming. Yeah, it, Americade is great for riding. Like, I didn't I didn't ride around a lot up there. But to anybody listening, if you're looking for a place to go to a motorcycle rally where you can get the experience of a rally without the experience of a billion people and chaos and you still like to ride your motorcycle, Americade is a great place. It's a chill atmosphere. It's a fun event. And the riding around there is absolutely phenomenal. And it's scheduled, I guess, for the same week next year. That first week of June, that's where we're going to be. Good. That yeah. was a that was a good week. The weather's usually nice then. It's cool at night, but not, you know, excruciating hot during the day. It's, it's a nice time. The following week, you were at the Hoka Hay Rendezvous. Correct. That turned into quite the ride. I went to the rendezvous late. I was debating about going or not because Elfie and Jack were coming to the state for treatment. So I was going to stay home and hang out with them. Last minute, I decided to follow through with my original plan and go to the rendezvous. So I rode out to the rendezvous, which is a an exclusive event for Hokahe riders. So you have to be a rider, be chosen to be a rider to attend this. They have awards and it's a, a great event. It was a lot of fun. Beautiful country out there in New Mexico where we're at Eagle Nest. A lot of fun to ride around, the great scenery. So it was just a little bit of the best of both worlds. You get to talk to the long-distance riders and hang out, and you get to actually go enjoy some quality riding. So that was a lot of fun. And from there, I rode down to Cali to see Turbo. That's right. You got to go check w- in on him. Yeah, I went to see Turbo. His best friend passed away from DMD the week before that. So I thought I was in New Mexico by my standards, that's pretty close to Cali, so I'm going to take a ride out there. So that's what I did. I rode down to Cali and I hung out with him for a day or so, and then I, I turned around to head home. Seemingly, and just like in real life, those three months flew by. They really did, and, and a trip to New Mexico took me. I was on the road from, I meant to be gone four days. I think I was gone 10. So they, they really took a long time going to Cali, and then on my way back from Cali, I stopped in Indiana for a, wake for a boy who passed away from DMD as well. So it was kind of a rough week and kind of rejuvenated my quest to help these boys because life changes for them in a moment. And they all, they all unfortunately get to hear the news and almost get that punch in the face of information they don't want. Correct. And it's very hard. I felt very bad for Turbo because we've all lost friends. There's nobody out there that hasn't lost a dear friend, a family member, something to that effect. It's just much harder and something I could not comprehend how that would be when your best friend dies from a disease that you have. So I don't know how they process that and how they deal with it because obviously I'm only thinking about how it could be done. So it's just a just a different way of looking at it. So that's why I wanted to go out there and give Turbo a hug and just kind of prop him up a little bit. And I had an idea for something I wanted Turbo to do. And I wanted to talk to him face-to-face about it to see if he was interested. And that was, you know, to come up with turbo time. And he did. 
started he that did. in he June. Was all, yep, he was all for it, and we started it a week after Turbo and I talked about it and got it rolling. He was all fired up, so we started up right away. So on the 20th of June, we started Turbo Time, and he's super excited about that. So for every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 o'clock Pacific, there will be Turbo Time live on our YouTube channel and all of our Facebook groups as well. So he's doing that two days a week? Two days a week. He wanted to, one will be a little more detailed, but the two he wanted to talk about, like Thursdays, he was just going to talk about what's coming up for the weekend you know, plans with him, the kids, anything really. And then Tuesday, he was just going to talk about how that went and what they did and the fun parts about it. So one's information that's coming. One was going to be about how it went and, and happening, and he's going to fill in some blanks. So we're going to try that, see how he does with it and what he wants to do. But it's really his show if he wants to go five times a week or once a week, whatever he wants to do. Very cool. Yeah, that's, he, that's he's awesome. got a great personality. He's got a great personality, and he's a great kid, so a lot of fun. So when he loosens up and he talks how he normally is, and he is only going to get better. So his first couple shows are really good, and they're only going to get better. That leads us into July. The Monster 100 continues, and you have one other really big, unheard of, not humanly possible event coming up here in a couple weeks. That is it. That is so true. That is Gavin's Texas Tour. This is the first time in the history of the disease, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, that a boy will be accompanying his riders. And we will set out to see every Harley dealership in Texas. Our plan is to leave his house on Saturday morning, the 15th of July, and ride around the entire state, hitting every dealership, ending at Horny Toad Harley, which is pretty close to his house. And that is going to end on the 22nd. We're going to have a finish line party, a barbecue, and just kind of a celebration there that he actually did it. So it's 34 dealerships, 3,500 miles, eight days. Totally crazy. It's going to be crazy and super exciting because Hopper, Twister, myself are going to be the main monsters. And we have Jason and Chase Setzer who are joining us to film the entire event. That'll be sweet. We wanted to... It's really going to be cool because I, I started to get the idea of how epic this actually is, and I wanted to film it. And I thought I would put some cameras on my bike and on Hopper's bike, on Twister's bike, a couple of GoPros, that kind of thing. And, you know, each of us film things with uh, our own phones. But when I tried to put that all together, I thought we need an outside view, somebody from 10 feet away. And I was very set on how I had it in my head I wanted it to work and I wanted to get somebody taking pictures and some video of not go over here and stand by the Harley sign and take a picture but real life this is what the trip was like kind of pictures and kind of video and I had it in my mind what it was going to be like and I reached out to Denver Woods and he hooked me up with Jason the very first person I talked to about doing this he was all in and exactly what I wanted when I asked him, you know, what kind of pictures, because I like to take subtle pictures from the background or people don't really know you're getting a picture taken, that kind of thing. I'm like, man, I just hit a home run. So just it goes to show you how important a network of quality friends really is. The other thing Denver got you hooked up with was StreamYard talking about him was for uh, 
for the Turbo Time. Yes, he hooked me up with StreamYard. Uh, Denver, you know, is a host of the V Twin Life, so very knowledgeable on podcasts and things of that nature. So I reached out to him, and he hooked me up with StreamYard, and it's really a great platform because now we can do a live show one live show and I don't have to share it to all things. It goes to the YouTube channel, to our Facebook pages. So my groups all at one, one shot. And it's very easy to run where turbo can manage it. You can add things to it. It's a great setup. If anybody's interested in doing anything like that, it's very nice because you can add things to it. Like if you're, if you're talking about something, you can put a banner up on the screen right then. If you want to have something mailed to somebody, boom, you can put the address up. If you want to introduce somebody, boom, you put their name and a little title right there with them. And it's very nice and very handy to do, especially for how the monsters do things and trying to promote these kids. It's really going to be a great platform for us. For sure. I know that got totally off on a tangent, but I can't wait to see Setzer's videos and everything when they get all that edited and done. No idea when that's going to be. I mean, that could be months away because I know how long it takes to edit things and put things together. So kudos to them for tackling this challenge for sure. Yeah, it will definitely be months away. Um, We're hoping to send that off to be turned into a documentary. And that's going to be a process of, you know, going through when you talk about seven different GoPros running. I don't even know how that's done. People just do amazing things. That's so that's so out of my realm. That would take me 15 years to edit that all up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for sure. But it's going to be great. We wanted it done. I, I think. I think looking back on this, it will be one of the greatest adventures I've ever been a part of. I can't wait to see it. That gets us into August. August will be wrapping up the Monster 100 at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. That happens on August 11th. The Monster 100 concludes right at the rally. There is a flyer available on all of our sites, on our Facebook groups. We will be having a ride that is open to the public. At 3 p.m., we will be meeting at the Best Western Ramcota in the parking lot. We will be meeting. Hopper will be coming in and taking the whole group. Anybody that wants to ride along will be riding the last 100 miles with the legendary Chris Hopper who is the man himself who did the 100,000-mile ride, you know, in 100 days by himself. We're just mimicking that with a bunch of people. But anyhow, he will do the last 100 miles. The kids will be riding on different motorcycles. He has one of the boys that's going to ride with him. I have one that's going to ride with me. We're going to get some kids on, some other bikes. So we will have a great time, and that ride will come to the finish line at Black Hills Harley. They are kind enough to and supportive of what we're doing, and they've had opened it up so we can come right into the rally, and the finish line is going to be right at the Wild Ass booth. We're going to hang a banner, come right around the corner, right into the rally. So it's really going to be a fun finish line, a fun setup, and a lot of excitement going around that. Then hang out there for an hour, and then we're going right back to the Ramcota, the Best Western, where we have a room reserved and we're going to have a meal and a banquet some presentation and have all the kids and show them all off and really have a great time with it i really can't even stress how cool this is going to be and how fun it's going to be to have these five kids and their families all out there at the same time i can't wait because also that's going to be wrapping up the sturgis motorcycle rally for us we'll have one day after that and then we get a little bit of a break 
Yeah. The rally itself, you know, goes on from Friday the 4th until the 13th. So if anybody is interested, we have our event is on Friday the 11th, but we're going to be out there from the 9th until the 13th. Yeah. So if anybody is interested in coming out, there's plenty to do beforehand. There's a bunch of people coming the weekend before. I know a bunch. They're hitting conscious the Buffalo chip. They're going out on the 6th, 7th, you know, that type of thing. I will be there all week. If you want to hit me up, I'll be there. If you're wondering how to find me, it's very easy. Go to a wild-ass booth, which is set up in downtown Sturgis, or at the Black Hills Harley in Rapid City. They have two locations, and we'll be hanging out. We're going to have monsters at both those locations all the time. So if you're around there, stop in to either one, see what's going on, check our, our Facebook group out. We're going to have a, a, we have a flyer out for the event right now, but we're going to have a detailed flyer of the timelines of exact kind of fun things because we're taking the boys out on Saturday for an organized ride. And then we're going to go do a little shooting on Saturday afternoon. So we're going to take the kids out because they come from all over the place. They don't get a chance to shoot some rifles, some things like that. So we're going to take them out in the countryside, shoot some ARs and, and use some Tannerite and maybe have a little fun with that. That'll be fun. They won't love that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that will be a great time. So that's the plan. we got a lot going on out there, but Friday is the event. You do not want to miss that. Get out to Sturgis. We have rooms blocked at the Ramcota. There's all kinds of campgrounds around there if you want to camp for cheap. There's all kinds of things. So there's a lot of options out there, but that's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime super special event for these boys. That We're going to have all five on stage and have presentations. We're going to be presenting the Gunther family with a brand-new van. Just Things that you don't want to miss that'll that'll make you have a big old monster heart and really dig this. I can't wait. That is the first half of August. Monsters Over Mountains Part 2. 2.0. That's going to happen. That is going to happen, and that is going to be a great ride. D. Woods had set that up last year, and it was such a big hit. I told him you should make this an annual event. Let people get excited for it. Let people come to you and join in. So he did exactly that so on the 18th we'll be meeting out in washington and there'll be a lot of details on our on our website and on our facebook groups as this gets a little closer but it's going to be a great ride i think he has a plan for 1500 miles this time 1500 miles in two days and then people just kind of bang and go their other way so i plan to ride out there from minnesota i'm going to be on a little vacation i'm going to ride out there and hang out and do that ride it was just too epic last year to to miss it so i'm really looking forward to that one and that's a, the same weekend as gavin's birthday yep, so there'll I be something that. going on in texas there'll be an event in texas on that friday on his birthday so anybody from the texas area last year we did it and we'll do it again this year we all get together for gavin's birthday then uh september that's the final month of q3 already yeah, September is another month that is busy. We have some events planned right now. It kicks off with your memorial ride, which is one of the greatest rides in the history of motorcycle rides because <laughs> it's a memorial it's a memorial ride for somebody who's leading the ride. And I think that is so epically <laughs> badass that I uh, like I myself had to go see that for myself. So a couple of years ago, I rode out to Minnesota just to go to his memorial ride and no other reason. <laughs> and we went on the ride and it was a great time. So I encourage anybody who wants to go on a fun ride to show up in Minnesota for that ride and, and do it with them and go on the ride and enjoy some of 
Minnesota's great roads. That was a good time. Well, thank you. This year is the 11th annual. That's that's amazing. The 11th <laughs> annual Craig Johnson Memorial Ride. So yeah. I, I think it's great. And when you finally get whacked and kick the bucket, I think it, you know have the it'll be like uh, the 33rd annual first ever without Craig Memorial Ride. Well, it'll it'll have to have the T-shirt <laughs> with the tagline: "The bastard's finally gone." <laughs> exactly. We'll all have coins made for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Anybody that attends will get a coin. He's finally gone. Yep. So but yeah, then that's, we have uh, that's we that. have to have the Uri event. It's great. That'll be a great time. I hope people show up for that too. It'll be a lot of fun. That'd be a fun ride to see grow and be a great fall ride for people to go to because the weather in Minnesota in September is beautiful. It is September, October. You really get some really yeah. nice riding here. Yeah, the best. You know, it's not hot, not cold. It's just really nice. And the week after your ride is my birthday, so that's a great day, too, on the 13th. So I'm going to be a young spry 55, which I can't believe. I don't know when you get your ARP card, but I guess that's coming pretty quick for me. I'm not sure what age you got to be, but <laughs> I want my discounted I want my discounted coffee. <laughs> so <laughs> and eventually, I think when you get your ARP card, you have to start acting your age, so I think I might hold off on that a bit. Good idea. Yeah, the 16th, we have Turbo's birthday party. His mom is planning a party in California. I know a bunch of uh, monsters are heading out there for his birthday party. So that is going on. I'm not sure about uh, my plans yet because we have a ride planned in Ireland, but we're having a few hiccups with that ride. So we're going to have that dialed in one way or the other. We will be full force with that, and we'll have that figured out in the next two weeks. Or we will be postponing that ride and rescheduling it, one or the other. But we have some, we have a couple issues that I got to work out. We don't want to do anything half-assed, and we don't want to do anything that's not epic. I'm not going to Ireland to go on a motorcycle ride. We are only going to Ireland if we do something epic, something that's never been done before, something that will raise so much attention for Elfie and Jack that. People in Ireland and England and the U.S. just stop to watch it. It's either going to be that or we're going to postpone it. Cool. And we'll know all of that on the next episode of the Monster Cast. Yep. You'll have all of that, all of those details. And you'll, you'll be able to see a lot. If you follow along with any of our platforms, people will be talking about it. If you listen to any of the Wild Ass live shows, the Monster live shows, Turbo Time, anything at all, people will fill you in on that. For sure. That's actually all of September. It gets into it a, a little bit of a slower season for us. So we can touch on October. We'll talk more about that on the next episode. But No, I can touch on October. I have absolutely nothing planned right now. I had hoped not to have anything planned and just enjoy some fall riding, but not actually anything I have to do. Nothing wrong with that. No, I have some big trips planned that have nothing to do with motorcycles. My best friend in Minnesota, one of them, Brian, we we share a cabin together in, in northern Minnesota. I'm going back there for a week in the fall in October, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, cool. That's all I have. Um, that's I think that's all we got for this episode of the Monster Cast to get everybody up to date, find out what's going on. Do you have anything else, anything you need to add? Last party? No, that's a lot. It's a lot of things going on, and it seems like a lot, and people get lost in it and i just want to say to the people who get lost and tune into the monsters every month or don't really follow they get the rides confused or whatever 
it doesn't matter at what point anybody pays attention or listens to or follows along. We appreciate your support. Some people are really into it, really into it if it's the whole Kahe and they're all in on supporting us. Some other people are very into, you know, things we do and go to a kid's school or whatever, and they support that. So whatever you're into, whatever your jam is, we hope that we provide you with some level of entertainment and know that these kids are so appreciative of what we have going on and what a difference it makes on their mental state. That is the biggest thing that I can't stress enough is it changes the kid's life, the way their outlook, how they deal with things, who's helping them out. It's hard for me to put into words what it means to them because I get a front row seat with these kids that people just don't get. And they open up to me and I try to share things, some things I don't want to share. But let me tell you that it means the world to them. So I thank you, each and every one of you. You could not have said that better, I don't think. Tell everybody where they can follow you, how they can find you. We're pretty easy to find. We are all things Mile Monsters Inc. So anywhere, any platform, if we're there, it's under Mile Monsters Inc. But we're mainly a, a Facebook-generated group, so to speak. We have a Facebook page, a Facebook group. I do a few things on Instagram, but not a ton. But really, it is Facebook is where I spend most of the time and energy, and some things get shared over at Instagram from that. But we also have a YouTube channel that we're putting more and more content in. And our webpage, I try to stay updated, but that's a full-time job in itself. And don't forget that the vast majority of all this technical crap is coming from a guy named Riot, who is not a technical guy to begin with. I would much rather, you know, ride motorcycles extremely fast and do things like that. So I'm doing the best I can with all the other things. And you're doing just fine, folks. MileMonstersInc.com is the website if you're looking for more information. If you have any questions in regards to the Mile Monsters, you can email Riot at MileMonstersInc.com. This MonsterCast has been another episode of the Wild Ass Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. You can follow the adventures on Facebook or Instagram by looking for at the real Wild Ass. Of course, I am Wild Ass Craig. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you again in a couple weeks. And of course, thank you again, Riot, for coming on the show. And thank you for having me. It means a lot that we can have a platform to share what we do with the world. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right, take care.